When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Hoop Ball Pelicans podcast, I am your host Lyle Swithenbank, this is a hoop-ball.com presentation, if you'd like to go and follow us on Twitter, of course you can follow the show at HoopBallPels, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-P-E-L-S, and at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K is in bank, big show today. We're going to discuss the back-to-back losses and what this means for the Pelicans going forward. Unfortunately, yeah, we played a couple of home games and unluckily lost both of them. Uh, we now fall to 1-6 and six on the season, uh, which is not ideal whatsoever. Uh, and people are already calling for... Um, well, we're already saying that this season's on life support. Are we at that point? Well, we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about the two games. Uh, of course, recap them, my key takeaways, and, uh, I mean, unpack what where we are and, and what we need to do going forward. It's, it's going to be a tricky one, but we're going to try to do our best today. So before we get into all of that, uh, we'll thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up, get a 100% deposit match, and uh, gamble responsibly and manscape.com use the code hoopball2020 at checkout and that'll give you 20% off and free shipping go get yourself the lawnmower 4.0 the thing is like a whippersnipper it's flash it'll cut through anything whatever you need to shave you can use that to assist i um yeah i've heard very good reports it is fantastic so go and do that if you so wish uh, and if you've got time and you're on Apple or wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you can go and give us a five-star review and rating, uh, yeah, it helps us out. It really does. It helps us growing. And um, yeah, I appreciate all the support. This month actually was our biggest month ever in downloads. So thank you so much for everyone that's tuning in. All the new people that have joined, well, welcome aboard. Uh, I'll be trying to get these out pretty much three to four times a week, um, pretty much after every game, besides if it's on a weekend and there's a back-to-back, I might not have enough time, but otherwise we'll, we'll try to get these episodes out as quickly as possible. Um, and the final thing before we launch into it, a few episodes ago we interviewed uh, the guys from Feed the Second Line, uh, Devin from Feed the Second Line, pardon me, and, and fantastic organisation based in New Orleans, uh, obviously 
they do some really, really great work in supporting the elderly and the culture holders in uh, New Orleans. And if, if you want to go and donate and perhaps win yourself a pair of shoes, if you've been on my Twitter, you'll see there's a little post on there about winning a pair of Zion Ones. Uh, comfy basketball shoes, I've got a couple of pairs actually. And if someone would like to win a pair, um, that closes I think the 1st of November, I was saying, the 31st of October. So we're there. Today is the last day. By the time this airs, I'm sure um, we'll be well into that day. And it'll probably be Monday night for me by the time I do the draw. But someone will be wearing a pair of shoes, uh, courtesy of me. So if you would like them, go and like and retweet and donate. You don't have to donate much. Donate $1, donate $5, whatever you want. The link's there. Uh, Go and support a good cause. And if you've got a few bucks to throw that way and would like to have a chance to win a pair of shoes we'll go and do it why not you do a good deed and uh and you might win a pair of shoes but thank you very much to feed the second line as well for uh offering to come on and having a chat with them and um yeah it's good all right so where to begin I suppose we begin at the beginning the game on friday night which was my saturday morning i had a Weekend full of Pelicans basketball, which is fantastic. Um, it's nice waking up 9am and uh, getting up and watching the Pelicans take on the Kings. So, the Kings come in 3-2 and two on the season. And uh, we were 1-4, and four, I guess, taking them on. Um, it was one of those games that had... It was a game of runs. You know, they came out really hot. We then caught them up, and it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The first quarter, we started uh, in a bit of a hole. It was 33-26 to 26 at the end of the first quarter. Um, and we always felt it always felt like we were just bubbling along, like we were going to be involved the whole game. But every time we would um, get close, they would then hit a three and pull away, and it makes it pretty difficult when that was happening. Uh, our free throw shooting was, was atrocious in this one, only 64% on... 25 attempts, so 16 to 25, and it was pretty much the um, the difference in the game, I'd say, throughout, is that they were really good, 94%. Uh, Sacramento then had a 26 to 22 quarter. Our defense was fantastic. I can't really fault the defense because everyone played their role. Herb Jones was just fantastic again, and for a second-round rookie, this guy, you know, He's going from strength to strength, and we'll talk about him a little bit later on uh, when we get to the Knicks game as well, because he was great. Um, At halftime, we're down by 11 points, and just kept scrapping, 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 scrapping. We end up winning the third quarter, 24 to 18, and we're back in it. We're right back in there, and uh, quarter four, we win that as well, 37 to 36, but unfortunately, they pull away to 113 to 109. It it was close. Honestly, every single time we got close, they pulled away and they had another shot. You know, they had big games from a lot of their key guys. Harrison Barnes was massive for them with 18 and 12. Fox had 23, 7 and 5. Rashawn Holmes with 21 and 6 rebounds. Halliburton had 17, 2 rebounds, 8 assists. And it really was a night where we just kept getting burned right at the end uh, I, I thought the defense was really good you know they had Buddy Heald off the bench who just was lights out and it seems to be these other guys you know in quotation marks it's the other guys that beat us it's not necessarily um, the the big names like De'Aaron Fox like he was good but he shot 9 of 21 so to me that's like well you've, you've done a pretty good job on him 
you know, he was the highest points getter against the Pelicans last year and uh, of any player. And so to be able to limit him to 23s is pretty happy. But then you've got, what, three guys over 20 and two other guys over 15 on top of that. So five guys in in higher scoring numbers, you know, you're in some trouble if you're going to let that happen time and time again. Josh Hart returned in this one. It was good. He came off the bench, uh, had 22 minutes. Brandon Ingram, 35 minutes. He had 22 points, six rebounds, six assists, did a bit of everything, nine of 22 shooting. And it didn't feel like he took over quite as much as he did in previous games. And um, he was solid, but not dominant. You know, he had to scrap for those 22 points. Graham had 16. Jonas Valanciunas was by far our best player. He had 24 points, 13 rebounds. And every time he had the ball, it felt like he was just going to score. 10 or 14 shots. Uh, he missed his his three uh, free throws. He was 26 straight um, going into that night. And uh, in, in fact, he missed, uh, missed three, which was unfortunate. The streak is broken. And Nikhil struggled again. He was only 14, uh, 31% on the night, 14% from three, one of seven, and five of 16 on the night. Really disappointing. Uh, he's He's got the yips or something. There's definitely the yips or something. He's in his own head, and his jump shot just is not falling. Perhaps he's settling for the wrong shots, but then a lot of them are just shots that he misses. And, um, you know, he was standing in the corner, and he takes a power dribble, and goes up into his rhythm and just rims out or, or it clunks off to the side. and He just needs to keep shooting it, but he also needs to get his eye in. You know, I hate to quote, or well, to compare him to this guy, but Eric Bledsoe, when he was playing good basketball towards the start of the season with the, uh, with the Pelicans, his best games came when he started with a couple of layups, got his eye in, and then went back and, and had a, a free throw. Oh, sorry, a three-pointer. Like, work your way from inside out. And I think Nikhil needs to do that. Get your eye in. Watch the ball go in a few times. Maybe get fouled, watch some free throws, and the rest of the shots will come. You know, it's just about getting in that rhythm, watching the ball go in. And when you're forcing threes or you're, you're cold and, and you just launch another three, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And that makes it pretty tricky. Uh, when you when you relied on, particularly with with Zion remaining out, overall, I wasn't disappointed about it because I felt like we hung with them, and I felt like we, there was there was situations that we could have beaten them. I mean, I remember last year I was going off on some of the wins like this, these close losses, these honourable losses in quotation marks, but this didn't feel like that. I mean, we got beaten. I don't feel like we beat ourselves. Maybe our three-point shooting could have been better, 9 of 34 on the night, but they only shot 9 of 27. It was just disappointing. They Honestly, we made more field goals than them. But their free throws shooting, 24 of 25, you know, that you leave 10 on the uh, or 9 on the, on the bench, all of a sudden you're up, you win by 5. But we just couldn't do that. So, you know, steals we beat them, blocks we beat them, turnovers we only had 10 to their 14, points off turnovers... 21 to their 14, you know, doing well, did really, really well, but um, yeah, just disappointing, disappointing that we, um, that we let this one slip, but otherwise, Herb Jones, fantastic, he plays his role, and he's one of those few guys that I think I've seen in a long time that can genuinely guard one through five, you tell him, I need you to stop this bloke getting the ball, and that's what he does. He just puts him in a straight jacket 
And I, I don't know if I've seen a guy that is so good at locking guys down as, as Herb Jones is. He, he really is good. In the end, he did foul out, uh, as did Jonas Valanciunas, which were disappointing. And I think that was towards the end of the game. We lost both of them. And, you know, by then it was it was pretty much all said and done. Um, but that was a tricky one. It was one that we I felt like we could have won. And uh, we, we left it on the table. If we had Zion Williamson, is this a conversation that we lost? No, I think we, we blitzed this team. And... I'll say that overall. All of these games besides the Chicago game, I feel like we could have won and we've hung in the whole time. And in the Chicago game, we would have been much more in it if we had Zion Williamson. You're leaving 27 points a game on the on the table. He's sitting there on the bench in his um, all-black Naruto clothes. You know, he it's, um, it's disappointing that he's at that point, but uh, we just want him to get back and... This team still has a chance to be great. There's something very different to the mentality, to the body language, to the celebrations than there was last year. I don't think at any point last year there was this hype around the team that these guys were so invested in one another and they enjoyed each other's company. I just don't I don't remember seeing that. And uh, perhaps it was there and I'm just trying to suppress that whole year, which was the Stan Van Gundy era, besides Zion Williamson, who was fantastic. I don't know. I just I feel like there's something there, and if you add Zion back into this mix, all of a sudden this team just becomes so dangerous and pretty deep. You know, we had no Garrett Temple, who, I mean, he's been a bit of the whipping boy, but came good before he injured his ankle. Uh, and so we, lo- we lost that um, continuation of players again. The rotations had to change, and um, that then happened once again in game number two. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. So in the back-to-back, the second night of the back-to-back, back at the Smoothie King Centre, uh, the Pelicans now fall to 1-6 and six on a loss to the Knicks, 123-117, to 117, who are now 5-1 and one on the season, which is really impressive. The team, Tom Thibodeau-led uh, Knicks, obviously they've got a whole heap of the old Bulls guys, they've got the gang back together, and uh, they're all playing back together in the Big Apple. So what we saw was the Pelicans hang tough. Before the game, we were told that Brandon Ingram is out with a hip contusion. So I suppose he's got a sore hip. He woke up a bit sore. And he had the night off. So Josh Hart goes into the starting lineup. We we start with Devontae, Herb, JV, Josh Hart, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Now, really, going into this side, as soon as your best player's out, all of a sudden you go, oh, geez, this team's been on a bit of roll, the Knicks, and we don't have BI. So 25 points a game, 27 points a game left on the bench, along with the former 27 points already there. So what are you, already 50 points in the hole before you start? This team's been on a tear, 5-1. and one. They've been blitzing some teams, and 
were a little bit shaky. What I saw tonight was honestly fantastic. For a team that was not meant to hang with this mob, to take it right to the end, and unfortunately we just got beaten by a really hot RJ Barrett who had his eye in something chronic, dropped 35 on the night, and we couldn't stop him. That was honestly the difference. They weren't that much better than us. I mean, from three, they were lightening it up. They had 19 of, of 33, 57%, which, you know, if you're letting people shoot that many threes at that percentage, you're not going to have a chance. But free throws tighten back up, 22 of 24. But we only hit 11 of 33 threes. We're 45% on the night in the whole field goals. They were 51%. Assists, we won, had 30 30 assists on 42 made field goals. That's exactly what you have to do. Move the ball. You win as a committee. We got out in transition. You know, seven steals we had. Only 11 turnovers to their 12. Getting 15 points off turnovers. You know, the rebound battle. 12 offensive rebounds. You've got to work together. And I feel like we hung with them the whole game. And when you've got a team with like Fournier and Alec Burks and and uh, RJ Barrett, Campbell Walker, these guys all shoot threes. Julius Randle, um, who got torched by Straight Jacket. Straight Jacket Jones got hold of him. Tell you what, it was only 10 points on the night, which you don't see very often. Four of nine field goal attempts. Oh, well, well his percentage of only 44%, which for Randle is it's low. You know, he's been their star. So really good to see them um, put him in the straight jacket and lock him down. And he was not the difference maker. Evan Fournier had five three-pointers. RJ Barrett had six three-pointers. Kemba Walker had four three-pointers. You know, all these guys shot over 50% from the three. Uh, RJ Barrett shot 75% from three. So what are you meant to do? When everyone's hitting three-pointers, every time we'd go on a run, they would hit a three and just pull themselves ahead again. And I know that's what the good teams do. You know, they don't lie down. But we hung with them. And guys that maybe have copped a bit of criticism this year for being a bit slower or or not um, contributing or developing as much as we wanted. You know, like guys like Kyra Lewis and Jackson Hayes, they were huge. Kyra probably had his best game. He had 12 points, three rebounds and three assists, five of 10 shooting, and he was pushing the pace. He was attacking the creases in the defense. And that's all you can ask for a young guard who's quick as anything. Push the ball. Go and do it. And, and he did. And I'm so impressed with how he played. I'm really happy with that. Herb Jones, again, 36 minutes. He had 12 points, three rebounds, five assists, three steals, six of 13 shooting. Missed his three three-pointers, but he was good. Only one turnover. And he was just an absolute revelation. Plus nine on the uh, plus seven on the night, our best player again in the plus minus. He was just really, really, really effective. And I love Herb. Anytime he does anything, I'm just yeah, fangirling him. He's doing a great job. So, Herb, good job, mate. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas was probably our best player. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 10 of 15 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3. Only missed one free throw, and he was just he was effective. Anytime you gave him the ball, he just went at Mitchell Robinson. He went at Taj Gibson, and he was beasting. He really was. Unfortunately, there was... Just not that much help. You know, Devontae Graham picked it up towards the end. He had 17 points, three assists, uh, three rebounds, eight assists, pardon me, and three steals, but six of 21 shooting. Two of nine from three, which just was, at times, we needed a big bucket from him, and we got him late, but, you know, you felt like if you could have got into it a little bit earlier, 
maybe we were a chance, but they held on. Nikhil, another average game, 13 points, four rebounds, six assists. His passing was great, but his three-point shot, you know, he had three of seven. And some of these were just open bunnies that he just burned. He just absolutely burned. and He's got the yips. So I'm hoping they can... Uh, they can sort that out, get in his head and, and get him to fix him because he is going to be needed, especially uh, as we recover with B.I. And, and Zion as they get healthy. We're going to need his scoring and his output. Josh Hart was great. He went into the starting lineup, as I said. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 of 8 shooting, and he pushed the ball every time. And do you know how difficult it is to defend when you're in transition and a bloke comes charging up the court alongside you and gets straight to the bucket? Early offense is so important. Push the ball because defenses can't get set. Half-court sets, especially when you don't have an isolation scorer like Brandon Ingram or a guy that you know is a genuine bucket, like when Jonas Valanciunas would sit down, play fast and play loose. You know, I've no issue with that pushing the ball up the court. And guys like Josh, Kyra Lewis was good. Najee was good at pushing it. Even... um, Graham as well at times. Herbert Jones was great at cutting and just putting a layup in. There was a lot to like in this. Um, unfortunately, we just we didn't do too many things badly. We just didn't do too many enough things well. And you can see this team is ready to bubble over. If you can just get things to fall, B.I., Zion back, this team is going to be good. And I know I sound like a broken record. I do, and I know people are like, oh, but we need to do this and we need to do that. Well... How do we hang with these teams that have only lost once with arguably our two well, our two all-stars aren't playing, you know? Our, our two best players aren't, aren't in, and we're still hanging with them. We're taking them right down and losing by six because of the foul game, and that was it. Otherwise, we were going to lose by two. So, I, got, I don't know. I've got nothing for you more than I was really impressed with the effort. And I think the guys have got, we've got a lot of upside. There's so much upside and I'm excited for this team. I don't think I've been this excited for a team that is one and six ever. But there's something there. And and of course there's going to be adjustments, you know. like There was a sequence again where we were getting burned on the pick and roll with the drop coverage. And it happened in both games. De'Aaron Fox did it three times in a row and he just did not adjust. Uh, basically he would turn the corner on the pick and roll, run straight up the lane and then hit them with a giant killer floater or pass off and they would dunk it or, or lay it in. Same thing happened tonight with um, Kemba Walker and also RJ Barrett. They'd be able to turn the corner and they're left-handed so they'd cut in the lane, go up on the left side and we just let them do it. And those are defensive adjustments that are going to happen. The more reps we have and the more things we see, Willie's going to get more experienced and all of a sudden we're going to start winning these games. These aren't ones where you're up by 15 and then stop. These are hard-fought, gritty defeats. There's no such thing as an honorable loss, but there's a better way to lose than getting blown out by 30 or dropping your head. These are guys that are battling to the final few seconds. The starters shouldn't be in um, in a game where you're down by 10 with a minute to go. But instead, all of a sudden it's back to three and and the other team has to earn it. You know, I don't know many teams that would be able to do that, that don't drop their heads. And if we can keep this mentality, particularly, particularly when Zion and Brandon Ingram are healthy, we're going to blitz some teams. 
We're going to blitz some teams. we just got to stick together and um, and keep the faith. Believe in this Pels team, because I do. I think they're all right. Am I going to be saying this in January when we're 1-35? and 35? I don't know. But um, <laughs> I guarantee we're not going to be that bad. As soon as this team gets healthy, we'll be okay. Yeah. I reckon. Mark my words. What's the date today? 31st of October. It's going to happen. It is. So... I think I might wrap up there. Uh, a quick hitter, I suppose, for you Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning if you're just waking up and you've watched the uh, couple of games. Before I pack up, of course, guys, last day to enter the Zion Shoes competition. Support, feed the second line. I get nothing out of this except the satisfaction of knowing I could help the survivors of and, and the recovery effort of Hurricane Ida and, and being able to support the elderly in, in New Orleans while I can't be there myself. So... If you want to support it, get yourself a pair of shoes. We'll go and do that. It's um, it's really easy. Honestly, you click the link. If you've got PayPal, done. But um, anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. We're next game coming up. We've got a couple of nights rest, I think. And then we're back on. And we're going to take on the mighty Phoenix Suns. It's Wednesday morning for me. Tuesday, it's a national game again. I think we could beat them. I don't know. We're going to give it a bash. It's a later game, 10 a.m. my time, so it'll be 9 p.m. over there, and um, we'll give it a crack. All right, guys, I will leave you with that. As always, this is the Hoopball Pelicans podcast at Hoopball Pills on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.